dead zone on Saturday mm-hmm. that we probably lose one or two players for dead zone. Yeah. Um, but John Carter's probably going to Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not during Kings of War. Mm-hmm. We would probably get an even bigger, like, <laughs> the problem is Armada and Red Ball should be switched Dreadball does not need to be played opposite of Kings of War. None of the Kings of War players, except there's, for like Tyler. There's there's a very a singular complete... cross pollination. Yeah, it's in... not. <laughs> Granted, sadly, Dreadball oh. only has singular numbers of players. Yes. Um, so it would be a bigger hit to Dreadball than, oh, than it... Kings of War. Yeah. But you but you're, you you make a good point. Like that. That is probably the biggest difference. That's a Venn Games. diagram that yeah. doesn't overlap very yeah. well, very often. Yeah, like it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> like they touch. Yeah. Dead Zone and Armada, there's overlap. Yeah. That if they had put Dreadball on Saturday, and they could have done it Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason with how big those rooms are. Probably, yeah, we probably could have filled Could have done game. Dread Ball at night on Saturday and done Armada and Dead Zone on Friday. All of your cross-pollination would have worked. Yeah. And, uh, and then there was that part of me that's like, huh, I wonder if you could have fit Vanguard in then. That starts cutting into the audiences, though. The only way, you, the only way to do Vanguard on top of all of that would be running us an additional game on Sunday. Yeah. After but it would have been an, but it would have been an open game. You would have to do it as an open game because all of the people that signed up for Kings of War that were in the there bottom that that are on the bottom yeah. would have said, okay, let's go play Vanguard. Right. Which eh, I Vanguard's not there's there's that problem with it too. Vanguard is so not turned. Yeah. Vanguard needs. Vanguard needs more help than Firefight did. I agree. Firefight I... needed help, but not. I, ironic. It's it's interesting to think about because, uh, like I remember those times that I played Firefight, I was, uh, taken aback when I was originally playing it because of how quickly my units were dropping. Vanguard has the opposite problem where people overstay their welcome and just don't die. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's funny how that was flipped. Um, but no, I'd, I'd like to see, uh, I, I'm still, there hasn't been much news on, on the firefight front. Um, as far I think as Vanguard getting a second edition will depend on how far I could see that. From a business perspective. Yeah. Because both Firefight and Vanguard are games that were... They were... They had a potential huge upfront investment. That people were like, yeah, let's play it. Mm-hmm. And then it was out. And it was like... Like, there's plenty of people that actually still play Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. It, it's an active community. There's no tournament scene for it. Right. There is no tournament scene for Vanguard. Right. There are story-driven game days yeah but no tournaments because the vanguard because the way the rules are set up and just, dies <laughs> it's not ready for it 
Yeah. So now with them doing firefight, if firefight hits and people are like, all right, let's do some firefight and it actually starts building, mm-hmm. then they'll do the same thing with Vanguard. I can see that. After Umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella Academy's got to do its thing. Kickstarter. Because it's a Kickstarter it's first a and Kickstarter. then it's got to come out. Yeah. Plenty of other stuff to talk about. I mean, obviously... I've got... I came with a list. Yeah, you brought a list. Um, not not a list with many like listed on it. I have those too, <laughs> but I don't have that in front of me. What I have, I wouldn't even call it an agenda. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't do those. <laughs> we don't do agenda. But I have those bullet points. I'm like, I need to make sure, sure we, we talk, talk about, about this. this. We got to talk about this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, hobby-wise, I'll probably, I'll probably talk about Armada. Yeah. Because we, we well, talk a little bit about it. Like, like it's all, it's all Adepticon prep, so yeah, and and I think I think the first thing on this agenda <laughs> should be welcoming people to the show. <laughs> this is Dead Why would podcast. we do that? <laughs> I'm Brian. In two years, have we ever actually really done that? Hey, I'm Rick. <laughs> Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi tabletop. So the yeah. greatest thing, so the greatest thing is is I'm like okay so this is different we're setting up a couple things before we hit record because I'm looking over and I can't see the screen yeah the brightness was turned your down. brightness was down so my angle showed nothing I'm yeah. like he hasn't even turned on the computer yet we should probably do a test <laughs> but we're just going like we yeah. I've been do. recording this whole time <laughs> of course you have <laughs> that's how I roll. Um, so yeah, welcome to welcome to, to Dance on the podcast. Woohoo! Here we are, episode one hundred and twenty nine. Yeah, is that twenty nine episodes of us? Plus, okay, plus <laughs> you scared me for a minute. Well, plus plus the point fives. Like that's that's not rounded mm. in at all. These are these are the main episodes. I mean, I would probably say that we've done one hundred and twenty nine episodes. Oh yeah. Since we took over Dead Zone, because <laughs> it feels you like it. do you do the mobile armor radio? Yeah, I do the GT podcast <laughs> now, and we've both done interviews on other podcasts, so we could be at one hundred twenty-nine yeah. <laughs> combined. <laughs> we've been busy. It's it, it's, it it's has been. been an, it's kind of crazy. An eventful time, uh, and and with that. Um, I'm gonna. I'll make sure we circle back to this by the end of the show. But we're actually talking about bringing merch back, yeah, for the show. Uh, so those of you that are chomping at the bit and want some some Dead Zone the podcast merchandise, uh, we'll we let are you, working on it. We are working on it. Uh, we're we're putting together kind of what we want to do. If you have anything that you want, say, Specifically, yeah. say you want dice bags, say you want t-shirts, say you want cheese heads for cheese those heads. Wisconsin players. Oh, yeah. Hey, Taylor. <laughs> uh, so like, if, if you... If oh, come you, on. There's got to be more Wisconsin <laughs> there's, than there's just more Taylor. Wisconsin. Um, my brother played a couple times. He See, there Wisconsin. you go. Um, so two cheese heads. Yeah. 
And uh, but that if uh, if there's anything that that you, our listeners, our intrepid and plucky friends of the show, <laughs> cast. I don't know. What I was plucky call cast. It. We're just gonna call all everybody that listens to our show from now on are the cast. The cast members. You're uh, the director. I'm not. I'm oh not boy. Notes. You're the one that takes notes. True. So Some with director. those with those notes, I will take notes on anything that you send to us uh, via. You can get us on, on Facebook Messenger. You can just just email. post to the page. We do have an email address, yep. um, and there's also the Discord. We'll keep an eye on that. Yep. Uh, so if there's anything that you have wanted Dead Zone the podcast for, uh, let us know. We do have one that I'm hoping to have ready to go for Adepticon. For Adepticon. Um, potentially two. Potentially two. Yes. So. Because we're, I mean, obviously, with, with shirts and hats and that kind of stuff, obviously we have to outsource that. Yeah. Um, and there's some other things that we'd have to outsource. But there's a lot of stuff that we can do via our printers. Yes. Because we both have printers. Yes. <laughs> and we have a resin printer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, designs, I... There are a couple of people we reached out to that can do designs for us that are easy. Mm. Um, we might... I have a couple other people I've been talking to as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so some's going to be outsourced, some's going to be in-house. We're still trying to figure out the logistics of all of it. Yeah, but but it's uh, we, we've kind of gotten to that point in the show where we... Uh, you know, we do have some really, really rabid fans out there, which we <laughs> we really appreciate. We you really guys, do. like we we really love that that community that's around us, uh, and so we want to kind of do our part to to give back to that in a little way to to uh, you know give give some nice little little treats for you know for it, people. It's funny because you talk about the fans and everything. Like the other, it, it was a while ago, but I was talking to uh, Matt from Hobby Knockout. Yeah, and we were. He was asking me about the whole, so you guys are on two years on a podcast about one game. Mm. I was like, well, Dead Zone's a lot of it, but we do talk, we talk about the other stuff in the Warpath universe. We mm. do talk about things that we can use our minis for. Yeah. He's like, doesn't it get boring? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> like, it, it's funny because like. Sometimes it's frustrating, like us trying to figure out our schedule. Yeah, it's, it's and schedule like, is the most difficult and, and part. Then, and once we nail down the schedule, like all day long, I'm like, "What should we talk about?" Huh? Well, figure it out when he gets here. And then, bam, we're in it. And and I don't always that, have these bullet no, points. We just yeah. kind of go off the cuff. But like every time that we get together, like it's right there in front of us. And yeah, we love this game. Yeah. So yeah, there is. I can't think of a time where it's, uh, we have to do the podcast. Uh, like, I don't, I, I don't go ever Rick's get that house. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that feeling your wife might have. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. <laughs> there, there is sometimes leading up to that conversation. <laughs> there's sometimes a. So is it cool if I go over to Rick's on tomorrow? Yeah. Um, it, so. Try, I tried to, uh, to to do that as early, <laughs> early as possible. Well, that yeah, and, and like today, and reminder as well. <laughs> yeah, the little reminders. Like I've started writing it on the calendar. Yeah, that's not a bad um, place for it. Well, because so the Michigan GPO, GD Post app, we do that every other Wednesday. 
Oh, okay. Pretty yeah. frequently. Yeah, we do that one pretty frequently. Weather has kind of bumped us up in a little stuff. So, sure. like, today was actually going to be a double record. Oh, okay. Uh, but Jeff realized that his calendar for this week had gotten completely full with other obligations. And he, sure. he texts me, he's like, hey, do you mind postponing until <laughs> next week? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Well, it, it's funny talking about like schedules and stuff because I've been trying to get back together with my my friend Scott uh, that lives down the street. Uh, As I nod in recognition because we're on a podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> Rick recognizes this guy. <laughs> As I almost make him choke <laughs> on his drink. Um, but uh, it, it was funny because we we were chatting like probably early to to mid February. We we're like we should get together to play some more Dead Zone. And it's like, well, my weekends are, like, booked for the month. I'm like, mine too. Well, we live, like, minutes away. Like, we could probably do this during the week. It's like, yeah, we should do that. And then here we are at the end of the month already. It's like, March is looking like a better option for us. And then we're going to get into March and be like, oh. Yeah, March is going to be busy too. Because two and a half weeks into March. Yes. Um, But, yeah, so so obviously Adepticon is coming up. Uh, and it we've is. been, I think so. I, I have the right dates this time. <laughs> uh, I don't have them in front of me. Yeah. We got like two, three months, right? Yeah, sure. That's what it is. Yes. Because, because Adepticon <laughs> is, is, as of this recording, 27, <laughs> 27 days. So March 23rd. I absolutely love that on the Adepticon <laughs> website, they have the countdown, so we know. So we know just how close How close, how this close? it's getting. <laughs> oh, yours just popped. Um, but, um, so so with that, we've been doing some prep work. Yes. Um, for, for some of the events that we're going to be running. Uh, we are going to be busy. Uh, there, are, there are quite a few Mantic events going on. Yep. That we are uh, either running or, or helping run. Mostly running, um, yeah, and uh, and that includes we got an overdrive tournament as well as casual play. Casual play, yeah. Uh, we got dead zone tournament. Yep. We got dreadball tournament. Yep. And uh, armada. Armada. Uh, so uh, with armada, obviously that's that's more of the fantasy side of things, but uh, we've just want to mention there will actually be some Hellboy there too. Yes, there, uh, there's a couple different uh, small event Hellboy events going on as well. Yeah, and League of Infamy. Yes, um, yes. As, as well as obviously Kings of War is going to be there. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we decided to skip that. And just go with Armada. Yeah, um, but well, you know, it's worth mentioning some of these other games because uh, we've actually seen the, the community really come out for it. Armada yeah. in particular, brand new, uh, I you know, game for for Mantic, very different from a lot of the other stuff that they yep. have out there. Uh, but we, as of this recording, we just had to expand the number of seats. Expand available. the number of players, which is awesome for yes. this being the first time. It's the first time it's going to be at Adepticon, obviously. Mm. Uh, but also, as far as I know, this is the first actual tournament in the U.S. I think so. Um, I know they've done a couple overseas. I believe, yeah, I think they. Uh, but yeah, this is the first one in the U.S. and which is going to be awesome. Um, so I can tell you from. <laughs> I'm the one that gets to play the TO for Armada. Yay! Um, so, when Armada first released, uh, we had that opportunity. And, of course, it, and that was right at what we thought was going to be the end of the pandemic. 
Like, yeah. things were starting to open back up slowly. Mm-hmm. So, I was able to check it out and potentially run demos. So, I, I just got the demo piece understood. Yeah. And then it was, nope, can't do it. Right. Which sucked. And, and honestly, for me, Armada went to the back back of the head because it was like, well, it's not dead, though. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we just don't know who's yeah. that interested in it. Um, yeah, exactly. In our, in our gaming community. Uh, but then, with... Uh, our overlord saying, hey, guess what? You're doing this, you're doing this, and Rick, you're, you're doing Dead Zone, and then you're going to run Armada. And I'm like, oh. Um, I need to read. <laughs> yeah, we better get good fast. <laughs> read, play some games, make sure I have everything. So in that time frame, I've gotten both books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten some flyers. I have my orcs and I have my bacillions. Um, almost everything that you can get, I'm missing two ships, one ship from each, uh, the big ones, uh, the two XLs. You should have let me know. We might have had some in... Ah, Dang it. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, so I'm getting all this, and I've built everything, I've started painting, and obviously, because of the tournament, we, at least the two of us, Mm -hmm. and I think Pat's on the same page, like, we want more on a table than just a piece of paper that says island. Yeah. So the two of us <laughs> have been crazy printing. Yes. Um, it, it's all the same files from the same guy. Uh, but we have islands. We have rock formations. Some with some lava. Um, we have uh, sandbars. We have... Little fortresses. Little fortresses to go for the scenarios that are being played. Um so that's been a lot of my time. Yeah, is learning a new game, <laughs> and it it kind of shocked me because like D and D player growing up, mm-hmm. so fantasy's always been there. Um, Dead Zone sci fi, it's a thing. Like I always go to that yeah. one. It's like doesn't matter. Uh, but I was really shocked at how fun our motto was. Right. For a person that's used to playing twenty eight millimeter. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm down to these little tiny ships. It's a it's a different scale it's to a, wrap your head around. What is it? One seven hundred. I think that's Things. what we were talking about. Yeah, um, but yeah, like it's a different scale. It's it's a different movement, and like I assumed it was kind of going to be like uh, X Wing, because mm. I did try X Wing when it came out. And yeah, it, it was fun a couple times, and then I was done with it. Sure. Uh, I'm really enjoying the intricate parts of. Armada, and I'm kind of excited for Adepticon for that. Yeah, no, that's that's great, and and like too, like get, getting the terrain and stuff prepped. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it has also kind of been like for me uh, one of those things where I, I'm I find that I'm most comfortable doing 28 millimeter painting. Yeah, on <laughs> on like the people or or the the stuff. So like terrain painting is is something that I don't I don't always enjoy, and I don't I don't. Therefore, I don't practice it as much. Yeah, and so kind of getting that little that little push is like, okay, paint paint this thing. Here here's some colors to pick from. Uh, paint it up, and uh, you know, it, with it being three D printed, there's there's other concerns um, uh, with the with the painting. Yep. Uh, worth mentioning. I, I had watched uh, a couple of videos uh, from from. Uh, people talking about like what it's what it's like to paint on fdm and and one thing (laughs) it is it is a pain um but one one piece of advice that i really appreciated uh was to use cheaper brushes 
because the the way the FDM like how it's rough yep. will Destroy really ruin good brush. Really ruin good brushes. So painting with some of the cheap ones that I bought at Meyer <laughs> is perfect. Uh, is perfect. Big brushes too, so it's, you know, make, oh, yeah. it makes it quick. Um, but I couldn't do washes as well because it's FD. Like it, yeah, it's 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 extra porous in the wrong ways because <laughs> <laughs> of the lines. Yeah, and like it, I get it. Like okay, it's not going to be absolute top line yeah. scenery, but you're going to know that those are islands. You're going to know that those are castles. Yeah, you're going to know what they are on the board. And when you throw down the painted ships. It's gonna look from. It's gonna amazing. look really good. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Like, as long as you don't look too closely at those fortresses, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as you keep them kind of at that nice distance where you're just focusing. Yeah, on your they, it's that forefoot. Yeah, yeah. We love the forefoot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so it, it was really good hobby time. Yeah. Uh, uh, to so, how many sea chanties did you listen to while working on your stuff? <laughs> you know, I actually I was listening to Critical Role mostly. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but but my my wife does like listening to. She's picked up sea shanties from yep. from TikTok, and there's this really fun one I'll throw out there. It's a uh, uh, oh gosh, what is it's like a it's a new it's like the last shanty or something like that, and it's it's I this. Probably know. It's this song about the changing times and what it's like to be a sailor. Yeah. Uh, and, and how it's like, you know, uh, you know, when you see, if you see a sailing ship, it's, it's the last one you'll see kind of thing. Um, because we've got motors and you're not doing the riggings, you know, don't climb up the mast. Yep. Don't. Not doing that. If you see a sailing ship, it might be your last. Uh, <laughs> get your civvies ready for another all ashore. <laughs> So we've turned into a singing podcast. Yes. All of a so uh, back to, to sci-fi. So <laughs> Adepticon, it's going to be a blast. Meet us there. Uh, we probably won't be able to game much at the tournament, but we will definitely be hopefully free to play some games. On some the games. Side. Well, and potentially <clears throat> you'll be doing some overdrive stuff. Yes, I'll I'll probably be. I'm running the overdrive tournament. Yep. Uh, which is. Uh, and we've got it as a four-game tournament uh, Thursday night. Yep. And um, definitely sign up for it if you're interested. Hey, it's it, a fun game to jump it into. It really is it's a fast. fun game. It's fast. Um, and, and like, if you've, if you've played Dreadball... And it Dreadball, doesn't hurt my head as much as Dreadball and, does. Yeah. It's 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 a much more simplified Dreadball experience. You, yep. have, you have fewer models on the, on the pitch. Um for one thing. <laughs> it's a fun pitch, too. Yes. And and the, the scenario, like, the gameplay is different than Dreadball. Like it, yeah, 100%. There's, there's like, a there's uh, uh, kind of area control type games. There's one where it, like, rotates uh, uh, which which sector is the scoring area. And so you, you want to be in that sector yep. at the time. There's uh, Pass the Bomb, which is a hot potato <laughs> game. Like, hot potato with uh, monsters. Like there, there's a there's a bunch of them, and we're doing. Uh, there's going to be four core scenarios there, yep. um, and we're we're providing the models. And I think that's actually going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday too. Like yes, in, intermediately yeah. there will be overdrive all over the place. Yes. So o- overdrive is going to be uh, around. You're more than welcome to to pop in and check it out. We're going to have demo games set up yep. uh, and and casual games up to play. 
uh, with people. We have a, a yeah. What's better than playing like a game where you don't have to bring anything? <laughs> right. Like that's that's one thing I really do like about Overdrive is the you might say the commitment. Uh, it's is, really small. It's six it's models. Really, really small. Six models. One person has to own the I, it's game. It's only six models. It's only like, six it's models. It's literally. It's not you bring six and I bring six. It's there are six minis. Because you, it's a drafting system. Yes. And, each, and you have six minis, but you only play three. Right. Um, I mean, there are the expansions that you can add a couple more. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure all you Rebs people haven't even bothered with your Overdrive Woo. stuff Tigrex. for... <laughs> <sighs> Overdrive, because I mean, it's gone to dread. I mean, Asterians are probably happy with it, too. Oh, Asterians absolutely <laughs> love their Overdrive model. Um, but, but yeah, so it, it's a really fun game. Uh Definitely check it out. Hit us up um, if you're if you're if you have nothing going on. Hey, Overdrive is a really fun yeah. time. Yeah, and, definitely. It's it, and it's a quick it's throwing game. dice. It's a quick <laughs> it's a quick game. It's it falls under what I kind of classify as the beer and pretzel. The beer game. and pretzel, yeah. Um, because it's one you don't have to. I would say like you don't have to be, like be focused on on the game so much, so yeah. much that you can't be like having a little side chat with somebody. You can uh, you can. It's it's a fun. Realistically, game. it's a game that as long as me and you aren't playing, probably can go thirty minutes. Probably if we if we are playing. So if you do challenge <laughs> us, expect to be there about three hours. <laughs> I think that's for any game that you play against us. So if you challenge either of us, just know there is the time commitment that you are agreeing yeah. to. <laughs> not not because. Uh, It'll just take that uh, long. Yeah, it just takes that long because it's just it's just the way it is. We, we can't control it. <laughs> it's not because we will get distracted by other people and we'll oh, ignore no, you or never. anything. It's that we will probably entertain you in that time. I, <laughs> we'll talking we'll be talking to you and you and you all at the same time. Yes. Hey there, I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. This is Blaine. You are listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. Keep listening for more excellent material from these two amazing men. Blaine, out. Uh, so, yeah, Overdrive, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, hit us up. There's, there's plenty of spots left for folks. Uh, plenty of games throughout yep. the day, so... If you if you find yourself in a lull, uh, come, come find show. us, and we will we will have fun. Yep, and it's, <laughs> like it's, we always do, and it will be good. Um, or you can just like hang out with us, I guess, too, and we'll yeah, have, that's the thing. We'll have, we'll have overdrive in front of us, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll we'll count it as a play. Um, but uh, but other other things, uh, you know, dead zone tournament going yep. on, two hundred points. Yep, two hundred points. Um, the scenarios are already posted. Yep. Um, they're all out of the third edition book, so we didn't yep. go, we didn't go wild this year. Not this year. So There's we're finally going stuff. back to Adepticon. Uh, third edition is out. This is that opportunity to play officially out of the book. So all four yep. missions are out of the book. Um, Legalists are from the book in mm-hmm. Easy Army. Yep. Like that's that's where you're doing it all. So there's not a lot of extra things you got to worry about this year. Yeah. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. I mean, it, I still think 175 is better, but. 200's kind of creeping on me because yeah. now that we've got a couple other guys in our community that are 
really getting into Dead Zone. Mm-hmm. So I've had a chance to play additional games. Yeah. And because of Adepticon, everybody wants to pay 200 So I've had to play quite a bit of 200 I still miss my ones. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Um, and then, and then Dreadball. Yep. Uh, same, same, uh, you know, crazy same age layout. running that one. Yep. Uh, really common. I, I believe it's, uh, 1200, uh, mega credits for your team roster. So, um, and, and you can bring MVPs, uh, you can bring, uh, captains and everything like that. All, all that's included and ready to go. So, um, yeah, I think, I don't think there's really many limits put on. No, not really. Uh, the Dreadball tourney, it's a fun time. Yep. Uh, sadly, no League of the Night this year, but so, yeah, there, so there was already a lot going on for Grim. There's no League of the Night. There's also, we aren't doing um, some of the other amazing John Jack minigames, unfortunately. Like, I absolutely love those games and having those at Adepticon, but because of scheduling, because mm-hmm. we also won't be having a Mantic Night this year. Right. Um, and part of that's... the everything's starting to pick back up and mm-hmm. we're going to go slow. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to take it easy. We want to make sure everyone's, uh, you know, we, we play it safe here so that we can come back again next, yeah, year, next and, year and have an even better time. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, the kind of the logistics of it just didn't work didn't out, work this out time. for Mantic. Um, but I'm sure <laughs> there will still be Mantic night. Shenanigans. Shena- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's every night, but... Um, yes. Every night is Mantic Night is what I'm hearing. <laughs> secrets let out after a few drinks from somebody. Somebody. I'm sure it'll happen. I don't know who, but <laughs> something will get leaked, guaranteed. I don't know if Beatles is going to be there this year to do I don't it. think Beatles... So, unfortunately, it sounds like a lot of the New York crowd is not going to be able to make it this year. Yeah, un- uh, Which is super disappointing. Um, yeah. The FOG family, a lot of them have got other things going on. Yeah. Plus, all of the extra COVID stuff that's been going on, they're just not going to be able to make it this year, which really sucks. Yeah. Uh, we won't be able to see them. We'll miss you guys. We will. Uh, and uh, so, John Jack again will have to be the bald bro. <laughs> Sorry, coach. <laughs> I'm sure there will there are some other bald <laughs> people out there. <laughs> <laughs> he did. There's a lot of us. Um, and... and um, and yeah, so that that's kind of the big sci-fi yep. events. As we kind of mentioned, there is some Hellboy going on. League uh, League of Infamy has some stuff going on, and um, and the and, big game will be there, of course. Yes, the Kings um, of War big game, like um, always has his big game. Yeah, and then of course the big Kings of War tournament. Yay! Yeah. Okay, we're done. <laughs> right? That's. Yeah. Do we need to give them more? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. I, they've got a lot of other podcasts I, I to mean, talk about their stuff. Counter Charge takes care of them yes. just fine. Friends of the show, Counter Charge. Yes. Uh, uh, in fact, for Adepticon, for all your news and information for the Kings War, they're definitely the person to go to. Yes. Um, plus, Carter's got some stuff that he's posting as well. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so with that, uh, obviously Adepticon, huge event. Uh, yep. Twenty seven uh, days. Is that what it's 27 said? days. Okay. Uh, March 23rd. I still got a lot of painting to do. <laughs> it's it's technically like one month from today. Yeah. Uh, numer- yes. Numerically. Numerically. You go with the math. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, so, that said, February itself was, was no slouch of a month. Uh, I was, I got well, to. Well, I kind of slouched. 
Well, you did, I didn't have a choice. You did that because you you wanted to ro- roboticize your leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> I no robotic parts. No. I got a couple pins. I mean that that's something. I didn't even get cadaver parts. <laughs> I got my own. Well, they took parts from this muscle, this tendon, and said, "Yeah, we'll just use that to fix it." Well, I suppose that's better than having a dead guy's one in there. Yeah, but then I would have been a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I could have actually said, I'm part of a zombie. Rick has aspirations to become the living dead. Um, <laughs> you know. He likes to play the undead. <laughs> Which and is, I mean, I do. 4,000 points right now? Something like that. For Kings of War, plus all the plague I have for Dead Zone Firefight and Warpath. I mean. There's a theme, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I, even my rebs? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and, but with that, so Rick, unfortunately was out of commission, uh, for, for, for a lot of the month. month, um, with some surgery that had to, yep. that had to happen and glad that you're on the mend and you were able to hobble down into your basement here to record. It only took like forever to get down the stairs. <sighs> um, but glad that you're going to be in tip top form to be on your feet all day. And Ooh, yeah, man. <laughs> Looking forward to that. I'm going to lead all the free <laughs> drinks. <laughs> That'll be my medication the entire time in a dead of the gun. <laughs> I'm sure your doctor will be happy to hear Oh, yeah, super happy to hear that one. Um, but I had the chance to play in a Dead Zone tournament, actually, yep. at FlintCon, uh, which was earlier in the month. And FlintCon is a really cool, small... Yes. Uh, it's mainly uh, historical. Yep. Um, but it's definitely, over the years, branched out into some other games. Um, and Adam Kinney was able to actually run a tournament for you guys. Yeah. Which was awesome, because I was stuck at work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, sadly, sadly, Rick wasn't able to join, but but a bunch of the friends of, of the well, show... Well, actually, technically, the time of the tournament, I was still stuck on my couch, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but we had a fun time, so there was about six of us that ultimately played. Right on. And um, two, another 200.1, so I brought a GCPS list. Uh, <laughs> uh, my little Gundam list. Uh, to, of course. To try out, because I like, you know, like showing them off. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to be entering since I'm not going to be able to play Brush with Death. Oh, right Before on! I forgot to mention that or Adepticon. I'm going to be entering uh, some of my models in, yeah? into that. I I think I'm going to do one or two. Yeah, I'll have to see about maybe I'll do the <laughs> sci-fi solo one and then the Force because I got, oh yeah, yeah I, I can do both. Have, yeah, you can. Um, and <laughs> and confuse people about which is which. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and, and for that, for those that want to participate in brush, uh, brush with death, the rules for it are they're in the Dropbox with all the other rules. So if you go and search for the, ma- any of the Mantic game rules, uh, on Adepticon, they're all collected together, uh, in this Dropbox uh, location, the brush with death rules are in there and, um, and I won't go over all of them, but yeah. But the, the thing is, I think it's Saturday morning, you drop off your model, yep. and they'll be showcased at the at the booth, at the booth. and judged uh, throughout the day, and we'll find out who who wins and who is dead. And gets a cool little trophy. <laughs> yeah, you have one of those. I do have one of those. For a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> no less. For my Forge Father, uh, Iron Ancestor I, I, Gundam. Yeah. Yep. Iron Ancestor Blooded Orphans. Uh, yes! <laughs> um... Anyway, I mean, we do that list for third edition. That would be fun. Yeah, we should do that. Um, 
<laughs> but, uh, on anyway. top of all the other lists I've been thinking in my head. Right. Uh, but FlintCon was, was a really yeah. fun time. Uh, we, with the, the time, the way they set up the time blocks, there was like three, three kind of big blocks throughout the day yep. for games. Um, and with the time constraints around it, we only did three uh, games. But uh, they, they were, it was a really fun time. Like everyone had a blast. Um, and, uh, and Nick, friend of the show, uh, with his Asterians, uh, won his second tournament, won his second tournament and, uh, with the Asterians, with the Asterians and it's the second one Adam put on, I think. Uh, no, his first one was, uh, Michigan GT. Oh, that's right. He won the GT with it. I was thinking pretty much the same list. Um, yeah, so it was Michigan GT and then. Adam ran the first tournament. It's with Daria. Yes, yes. Daria came out to see us in at, at Evolution Games. Yep. Um, and I think Nick placed third. Yeah, that sounds more accurate. Yeah, and then of course this one now he's placed like first again. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say for my part, like, <laughs> uh, I did when confronted by a flying mecha. <laughs> While while running a mecha themed list, I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> you gotta, I gotta, uh, and so I did have my Strider. I went with I went with the the armor piercing on it uh, right. for this one, and and I, I I did take a couple shots at it. Not gonna lie. Well, of course you have to. Um, uh, but but I'll say by by the end of it. So there was two Asterian players. Uh, Ben, uh. Adam Kitty's brother. Yep. Um, also played Asterians. Also brought a Spectra, uh, but di- but different play styles. That sure. Uh, my game against him was down to the wire. Oh yeah. Uh, my game <laughs> my game against uh, uh, Nick was a little bit more one sided in his favor. <laughs> we'll say. Um, but uh, it, it's something where where my list I think struggles against like a the construct theme. Yeah. Uh, uh, because like I do have. You have a lot of a lot of pinning options. Pinning, yeah, and it, it I can't matter. do any pinning. <laughs> it doesn't uh, matter. And and like the smoke screen, like I didn't actually bring a lot of indirect, which uh, which is a typical go to of GCPS. I wanted to to try something different sure. with them because I brought my tech drone. Yep. And um and my my ogre and my two um uh, riot troopers. So I, I was kind of bringing the, the new stuff and see like yeah. oh, let's let's to try see it how out. It played out, yeah. And uh, I did, I did like um, for the most part how how each of them uh, worked. Like the tactron right. was really kind of handy um, and and kind of neat to play around with, especially with all the different weapon options. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm really considering like having that be my mobile weapon platform for armor piercing um, because it has sure. a very low profile. Um, very, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know it, it's still a very mobile. Um, weapon right on. ultimately and um i i did i do like the list that i had but it, it did have some weaknesses that it ran into um moving across the field being one of them and, <laughs> that's kind of a bad one <laughs> yeah uh i i i think i just uh i didn't take adva- best advantage of the terrain that uh i was kind of in uh, ultimately so, so i'll uh, i'm pretty sure if i ever actually play in a tournament nick is going to challenge me Yes, <laughs> I, I and I understand why. Like so, uh, to 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 kind of wrap up my point, like within those two games, fighting two two different specters. Yeah, 
and different being different players, they are actually kitted out the same, uh, both using the the blaster, um, uh, the fission beam. But definitely different play styles. Definitely different play styles. Uh, I only managed to get like one or two wounds on them, uh, and I gotta say, like, there is that part of me. It's like, it's it's tough. Because it's it's the yep. big thing, and I want to kill it. Yep. <laughs> and, and and as a counter, and like, it does really well at that. It does it does really well both at drawing the attention of the player, yep. which you know is, is something you have to work around yeah. as an opponent. Um, but I, I will say too, like it is a tank killer itself. It's yeah. very good. Oh yeah. Um, even with just the elevation bonus, like I, I did manage to keep my my guys from getting clear shot more often than not which helps which helps because <laughs> uh, you know playing against nick his his guy is, is <laughs> he's up there immediately th- there is a tower there was a tower in the center of the the map that was at least three high and so he's sitting up there I, and all and, he has to do is sit there and all he has to do is sit there yeah uh with stealthy you know clear lines on it yep um anyway like there, there was an opportunity where i almost could have had that uh, but then it had stealthy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but the energy shield four, I think, was probably the biggest uh, obstacle I kind of ran into, is is because it was it was hard for me to generate the dice to to to, over, to compensate to, for the energy shield. Yeah. yeah. See, you know, talking to you and of course Nick and some other people, uh, Facebook groups and all that stuff. The one thing that I think would help as a limited thing in I'm, mentally I'm still trying to think about it but if you took the exploding away, eights away from the energy shield I think it would slow the energy shields down a little bit I could see that but and that's all you need is just a little bit and and, and that was that was what I was going to say too because a, a lot of people I think that have played against uh, Spectras recognize that they are a beast they, they're um, scary they're scary and and I can't help but kind of remember those early conversations about like the Iron Ancestor with the the dual, the dual twin fire, twin yeah, and um, throwing an and throwing an extra shoot dice on it, and being able to do four shots four at shots. one time, yeah, essentially, um, yeah, at different targets, <laughs> yeah, um, pick your target, like, you shoot whatever you want. Like I, I do remember very similar conversations. I think there's there's this mobility to the Spectra that makes it kind of a a bigger threat than that was, but at the I s- think so. At the same time, like if I was even going to suggest anything, it, it's just like a little tweak to one thing on it. Like if yeah. it had one less energy shield, point, energy three instead of energy four. If, if it's uh, if the fission beamer maybe had one less AP, like as a, yeah, as the, a different yeah, compensation, little small. Yeah, because because like, it can one shot a Strider, and that's kind of the the comparable. Uh, unit, yeah. Grant, granted, a lot of times that's because of a lot of extra <laughs> dice coming at it. Um, yeah, but but it, it it melts through armor like oh yeah, it's any, a tank killer. Anything, it's a complete uh, tank killer. So so it it makes it a very scary tank killer, but not quite a glass cannon. Oh yeah, I in in that respect, it's like definitely not. The traditional Asterian glass cannon. Yeah. Because Asterians yes. have glass cannons. Yes, they do. <laughs> the Spectre is not a glass cannon. No. But... It has some staying power. It has some staying power in... It really, I mean, the Iron Ancestor argument 
is probably really the best comparison. comparison. Yeah. Uh, it, because it was. It was almost a year of talking about the Iron Anderson, Iron Ancestor that the rules committee said, okay, let's bring that, switch that up a little bit. Yeah. And it was a it was a small tweak that a small change, but it changed a lot, and people weren't as destroyed. I guess <laughs> <laughs> they lost three units instead yeah. of four. It's only ever three. Um, but uh, but yeah, so like like ultimately, um, I know I know sometimes in the in the community, kind of that that knee jerk reaction could be like, oh, yep. it needs it it's needs, overpowered. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it it breaks the game. Yeah. Uh, I, Unfortunately, I don't... Nick has learned that it doesn't break the game. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick has learned when playing against Rick that... Uh... Hey, to be fair, I'm essentially making lists against it. True. I am. I, yeah. I'm making lists to stop the spectrum. The problem is, everything that I've put in these lists from multiple different factions, everybody has access to. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to overload on it. No. Um, like The but... quickest way I've found to make the Spectra not an issue, is take it out of commission. It doesn't have to leave the board. No. You just stun it. Put it on fire. <laughs> it stays. <laughs> and and that's and that's kind of circles back to a lot of our earlier discussions about uh, the Iron Ancestor yep. issue. 100%. Is, you know, people were like, I need to be able to kill this thing. And it's like, you could actually not... <laughs> And, and just, still win. And just maneuver around it. Yes. Um, now, the, now that's, the Spectra can... Because that can maneuver. That. Yes. Because <laughs> it can beat the maneuver part. It is a bit more tricky. Yes. Um, but it's not It's it's not the kill. It's no. not going to beat you every time. It won't win you the game. Like the, No. Winning the game? Play the objectives. Yes. I, and really, I like, from an advice point of view, if you're going up against the Spectra... Play the objective better than them. Yeah, that's how you beat the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Sure, take a couple pot shots at it because you have no other target. Yeah, but play the objective. Usually, only if you have another target. Play the objectives. Mm-hmm. Play tight. Play tight on your buildings. Obviously, with third edition, the line of sight has changed. Yeah, but it's even more important now to make sure that you are hidden from things like the spectrum. You yeah. stay out of sight. You play the objectives. You'll beat the spectrum. Might not be a hundred percent of the time, but you can beat it. It's not unbeatable. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. Hey. It's Community Pat, and you're listening to Dead Zone the Podcast 2.0 with Rick and Brian. Rick and Brian? What happened to the other two yahoos? Why are you wasting my time with these guys? I don't even know who these guys are. Dead Zone 2.0. This is stupid. Well, it's interesting, too. Like, at that tournament, um, this was actually the first... might have been the first time I I got to play 200 points of 3rd edition. Yeah. Um, And... Uh, we did have a couple of questions kind of came up on, on rules that I thought would be kind of a, a yep. an interesting point. So one of the ones that we came across was, should a beast creature flip over uh, an item token on the board? Now, in second edition, the rule was 
Yes. You, you uh, went into the cube, you can look at see what yeah. the item is and you went into the you cube, move you flip it over. You, it just stayed. And it made it made sense like hey, yep. a, a a dog sniffing over it. A, a dog yeah, could sure. could step on a landmine. Like it makes sense. Yep. Um the dog could capture the intel. Uh Yep. A, as an option. Like those those are things that happen in second edition. So in third edition, Rules as read, uh, my, my interpretation is that they cannot um, because there's, in, in the item step, there's no actual, like, step that says you flip it over and then you dis- you interact with it. It's, yeah, it's you, you interact. interact. Yep. And that, and that makes it a, a singular item that mm-hmm. you're doing that you actually have to interact with it, not yeah. just move into the cube. Yeah. You still do it as part of the movement. It's not like an extra step or anything, but it's, it's that kind of distinction where... Uh, Beast specifically cannot interact, interact. with items. Yep. Uh, so, it's a good thing to know. Yeah, it's a good thing to know. Um, you know, feel feel free to disagree with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was just kind of the conclusion I came to, kind of reading back and forth the rules. It is something that might switch back ultimately from with an FAQ. Honestly, I don't, know. I, I don't see there any reason for it to switch back. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't uh, detract too much. I think from no. from the. With the exception being like very beast centric forces, Zombies. zombie a zombie list means isn't going to be looking at nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, so I mean, Doctor Simmons might be running around, but <laughs> but but that's that's where it's good to know that ahead of time, so you yeah. can plan for it. Uh, if, if you if you're playing Scour and you bring nothing that can carry items, uh, you might <laughs> want to rethink your list. Going to play the objectives on that one. You, you might not like Scour. Uh, um. But, uh, and, and then um, another one was hacking. hacking. So, uh, hacking, uh, oh, there was the rules in, in Escalation that had all the interactive scenery yep. uh, pieces in it. And hacking had a very specific purpose in that. And in third edition, like rules is written, that's still the plan. Like, hacking is still uh, key, It's still viable. To, it's still... The characters and models that have hacking can use hacking. Yeah. You just need ex- escalation to be able to do the hacking. Yeah. So so the rules for hacking are in escalation, the, the where you're rolling the dice, and if you have engineer, I'm going to get them wrong. Uh, one gives you two dice, and one lets you uh, have success on fours? Sixes. Sixes. Sixes instead of eights. Yes. So hack, hacker, hacker gets you the six. Engineer, engineer gives, gives you the you two dice. dice. That's right. Because Is that right? Yes. I think it's right. Because because the non-hackers have to roll an eight with a single dice. I remember that part. Stupid lady. Rick, <laughs> Rick use, use your robot leg. It's not a robot. Use the turbo boost in your knee. Um, so, so robot that's, leg, I choose you. That's something uh, I think we'll likely see... Uh, kind of come back more spelled out either in an FAQ, um, which which would kind of be a fine place for it. Yeah. You just pass the page, actually. Good. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, no, that's the train. Yeah. This is just placing the train. Terminal. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> so this is this is page seven, sports fans. Um, and so, uh, so, so just so people are aware. Uh, yep, we got it wrong. We had it backwards? Engineer, hacker, or scavenger ability would discover intel on sixes. A okay. hacker ability rolls two dice, 
when accessing a terminal. Okay. Which makes more sense, because a hacker is... the Though they got rid of Scavenger. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay. So, we've <laughs> we've, we've corrected it, and I'm not going to go back and... <laughs> <laughs> no, and then change. Oh, because we don't do this. No, I don't... I know how. I'm just oh, it's not, so far away. I'm just not gonna. Um, so, so with that, um, so there, there's there's a couple of things that um, that that were kind of starting to to you might say unlearn from second edition in yep. third edition. Uh, one inter- another interesting uh, point that kind of came up uh, was our discussion about creatures that have lower heads uh, and like bulkier shoulders. Looking at all of you guys, nameless, uh, <laughs> where where you draw a line of sight, technically just up to the head, whereas like the psychotroid has a very low hanging head in the front, uh, and a very bulbous badonkadonk in the back. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm never gonna look at my nameless again. Ah, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Just shakes from side what? to side as it's trundling along. So, so there's nothing like getting the image of this nameless guy and then seeing you shaking your badonkadonk in the chair. <laughs> I will never look at nameless again the same way. Ah! Anyways. I, li- I like how people are asking you, don't you get bored? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Nameless, shake their badonkadonks. Just like the uh, the the Crestovar here, like <laughs> it's got a it's got a low head. Uh, yes. So technically, you only draw to the the head height. Um, and this actually all came up from uh, my tack drone. Actually, we were, we were yeah. discussing is like, oh, the head on this thing is like low rider. Um, so it's it's an interesting. Uh, so that's gonna be a have to be a TO call. Yeah. Until the rules committee makes that. Because, like, specifically, we're looking at a Crassivore right in front of us. Yeah. Like, for myself, mm-hmm. knowing that the... Uh, I mean, the one that we have in front of us doesn't have a base. <laughs> no. But I know where the base sits. Yeah. And there's the dot on the back of the Crassivore. Mm-hmm. That is still within the circumference of the base. Yes. So, as a TO, that's what I would call that as line of sight. Gotcha. Um because there are parts of it that are above and out. Mm-hmm. There really are. And it's a, off the base. Yeah. But that part of it, for those type, is yeah. what I would call. But then you I mean, you also throw out in that same thing, uh, and I've already talked to Rob about that one before, is jet bikes. Yeah. Jet bikes, that cylinder's small. Yeah, it's got tiny. But jet bikes are fast. Right. So it makes it, sense. It, that, one, that one definitely uh, makes but sense. But yeah, on that one, that's... Yeah, I never even really thought about that until you brought that up. But yeah, I mean, yeah. from a TO perspective, I would probably call it this is yeah. the line of I sight think, thing. I think it's one of those, there's there's a handful of model sculpts that are kind of these outliers where yeah. the the physical model is actually quite large. Uh, we also have like a, a regular Terraton. Oh, yeah, because uh, you're here. looking at half the top. I mean, half of his body is out of that line of yeah. sight. And, his, and it's like, no. And, it, and like, it, it doesn't fall into that... Like, like the Spectra, which is a very dramatic, dramatic pose, pose and yeah. everything like that. So I'm guessing we might see uh, some... That question come up. Yeah, and, we might see some of that. you know, for like it or dislike it, um, how it's called, it, with these two examples, as the TO, specifically for Adepticon, 
I'm going to call his shoulders the top of that model that's in line of sight. It, it's, yeah, it, it's, it kind of makes sense. Uh, these, these are going to be models that are kind of outliers, yep. uh, ultimately, to, yeah, to, it, to, to the general of the rule. Yeah, because uh, so, you also look over, like, also on my board, I mean, I have the... Uh, the Hulk and the Ripper suits. The Ripper suits <laughs> and, like, the Hulk. Yeah. They're, they're very I mean, bo- broad shoulders. Broad shoulders. <laughs> Now, the Ripper suits, obviously, their guns yeah, yeah. <laughs> are way out. Where they're just, like, sticking out. But, yeah, there there's definitely going to be those calls. Yeah. But, again, that conversation started as 3rd Edition was announced. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people were talking about it. As soon as everybody found out that there was going to be a line of sight change, mm-hmm. these are the things that were going to come up. So, yeah. so they're going to get addressed. And yeah. Sure, the Rules Committee is going to throw out some FUQs at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if we get something shortly after Adepticon. Because mm-hmm. at that point, we'll have a couple of tournaments going on over in the UK. Uh, Weight of Fires is in around the same time, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, so we'll have multiple bigger tournaments with a broad spectrum of players and, to have more information on that. And, and that's where this kind of feedback comes in, right? Yep. Like that's, that's, that's why they do tournaments in part. Uh, not only is it a fun time... But it also gives them great feedback on their game at a very competitive uh, level. So uh, definitely, you know, it's, it's something that uh, to kind of be aware of. Uh, if you have questions at a tournament, like like Rick was saying, ask the TO. Yep. Um, they'll they'll kind of make the call for right now. Um, and, and we'll kind of go from there. We'll see uh, if anything ultimately changes. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's going to be a very organic yeah, uh, evolution for it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't see it. They're not going to throw it out with the bathwater kind of thing. Uh, yep. Um, um, I think it'll just be those models where X is the case. This is where you draw the yep. line of sight. In so that actually brings up something else that I'll I'll touch on a little bit. Sure. Um, that's not about necessarily dead zone. Mm. It's about gaming in general. Sure. As tos, the biggest thing to remember is when we make a call, let it be. Let it be. Because. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because it, it, it's it's the TO's job to look at it from both angles. Yes. Look at the rules and make a decision. Mm-hmm. When they make that decision, it's done. Yeah. There's no reason to argue it. Nope. Just take it as it is. Mm-hmm. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. And it's... it's If, if you <laughs> have a concern about that... You, you can bring, bring it up, up later. Yeah. In, in that way, we also get that feedback because as TOs, we do that feedback too to rules committees. Yeah. So, yeah, I made this call. What, 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 what are we going to do about yeah. it next time? Yeah. Um, but it, like, it's this, a serious this was the situation. It's a serious uh, etiquette to play in these games is yeah. when your TO makes a call, accept it. Yeah. Move on. Mm-hmm. Keep rolling your dice. Have some fun. Yeah. Not every rule is going to go in your favor. No. Specifically, in the game, not every rule is going to yes. go in your favor. I, I mean, you can't have a perfect list. There is not a six spectra list. You can't have it. Mm. Sorry, Nick. Doesn't exist. <laughs> now I want to try to squeeze. <laughs> squeeze as many spectres into it. Six striders uh, into one list. Oh, man. I mean, we've played a strider we've game. We've played a strider game. That's us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that etiquette thing, especially when you have big things like a depth gun coming up, is for all the players, for all the games to remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, let them do their job to the best of their ability, and yeah. 
accept it, and then go back if you have feedback for it later. And you, you can approach them in private? Like, the, yep. I, I'm sure uh, most TOs that I know will <laughs> will be willing to, to chat with have you. Have those conversations, about, yeah. But it's... it's their, their word is law. <laughs> in the and, game, in, in the, the actual in tournament, the game. it's that's it. Yep. And and this, you stand by that. You just kind of, things keep moving. And then everything Figure is Figure it out afterwards, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it, it's a very good point. You it know, is. It, it's, you know, TOs. Uh, they have a lot of stuff going they, on. They have a lot of stuff going on. And, and they are there to make sure everyone has fun. Like, everyone has a good yeah. time. Uh, so that is ultimately their objective. And so, you know, do, do what you can to help them. <laughs> they, they might be running quite a few games in one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or looking at a rule book for the first time for a game they're playing yeah. in 15 minutes. Yeah. That is never happened. No. <laughs> Jack here from Dreadball Commercials. You've seen me. You love me. You know you want me. Here you're listening to Dead Zone, the podcast with Rick and Brian. Don't turn that dial or I'm coming for you. But, um, but yeah, so, so, you know, ultimately, you know, if everyone, you just be respectful both to the TO, you know, whoever's running the event and your opponent. Yep. Everything will be fine. Oh, yeah. Um, so, other things that, that came up. So, this is more of community stuff uh that i wanted to there's to a touch ton on. of stuff a lot of really cool stuff on the community side uh did want to highlight something way early really really way early Ooh, in the go month. rebs yes what why because in our notes you point go rebs yes. come on <laughs> specifically specifically because uh sander van dish uh, i apologize if i mispronounce your, la- your your name at all um had a uh he reached out to me actually and asked for permission to put woo go revs on some of his scenery that he was making for okay okay i guess i can't get too upset about that that's awesome man so the link there'll be a link in the (laughs) dang it i hate the fact that i like that and um and, and I, I won't. You can go and check out the. That's pretty cool. The building itself is actually really neat. It's it's a custom made uh, little little building there. It looks like a cantina of some kind, and uh, <laughs> right and so on. on on the back of it is is spray paint that rebel yell. Woo go rebs. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll post the Target picture practice. of that, and uh, and wanted to give that a shout out. Uh, you Definitely know, is is really neat that. Uh, that people are kind of embracing that. I like to see it. Uh, uh, the Corvus Terrain guys that did the isolation protocol. Yes, has a new one coming out. He's got. He, he's been. He's, <laughs> he's been, been going crazy. Out. Uh, all sorts of really cool stuff. He, he's he's been doing a lot of like uh, uh, Legion uh, type of, of yep. scenery for Star Wars and everything. But he still still you can still he's still going on the isolation protocol style. Yes. Um, because he has a new Kickstarter coming up. Yep. Um, that is Starport. Yes. Um, that's it's not quite the same size as the isolation, but it's similar. Yeah. It does not connect to the isolation. It's two completely different builds, um, right. but still very similar to that. So obviously, it'll be used in Desert. Yes. And, and you can see he still uh, definitely has a, a love for, for Dead Zone. Because every model that's in these pictures is always <laughs> always magic. magic. 
but he's also been putting out some some po- like posters for in in game yep. billboards and stuff like that that are which plays right ma- into the way third edition is gone. Yeah, which is uh, awesome. So so uh, those those little banners have been really cool. Uh, another thing that uh, I, we stumbled upon just recently um, was this uh, this site called Paradise Games. Oh yeah. Uh, so Paradise Games. P a r a d i e s. Three D terrain. So this is we'll, we'll be linking to this as well. So this has some really neat. Uh, dead zone centric terrain that's built for uh, really quick stackable battlescapes uh, kind of uh, on interiors um, in, in mind and so uh, and so like they have hatches bridges catwalks uh, the big thing they wanted to make sure vehicles could get around yep uh, and so they their little website has uh, they showcase like some of that they have actual working hatches that you can put on that's so awesome uh, things there's ramps so, that you can work inside yep. uh, and another thing that's really cool is they have a lot of this set up they have a pack that you can buy it's lighted that's lit up yep uh, and so you can have Sign, they have a bunch of signs and fans and stuff like that for your your dead zone terrain. That, yeah, uh, and so it's it's really neat. Uh, we, this like just a couple days ago, we we spotted this thing. Um, so so it's kind of crazy. So we are now seeing that third market or whatever it's called the for dead zone by multiple people. Mm. Uh, Ronnie has said it best. There are a lot of good sci-fi skirmish games out there. None are better than Dead Zone. <laughs> and I love that he said this stuff about Dead Zone in an interview <laughs> before he said anything about Games of War. <laughs> Just saying. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, this is yes. really super, This stuff is really sweet. Super creative kit, and it's, it's great because they have a bunch of Forge Fathers set up on it. Uh, and uh, they actually have um, on their site, they do have uh, a battle report actually done with, with this the, scenery. Yep. Yep. And so that's that's really cool, and uh, and yeah, so uh, definitely check it out. They have two packs available. Um, I'm gonna put an asterisk on that. I did try to go to their store. I think the link might be okay. down. Um, I'm actually planning to reach out to these guys to let them know that when I checked earlier. Uh, but I think you can get their the one with the electric setup uh, is I think set to go. It's the other smaller package, and honestly, like you know the the price point of it get free shipping in U.S. Huh. is is going for about eighty nine ninety nine U.S. Um, but for all all the electric stuff, like and and it's it's eight stackable shells. Uh, three ramps, three roofs with working hatches, eight hatch covers, two bridges, two catwalks, two catwalk railings, four illuminated signs, one electric roof vent with fan and LED, and the one they have a little kitchen uh, with an electric fan uh, LED table. It's and so stuff. cool! So this this stuff is really neat, uh, and definitely check it out if if that is your your jam. Uh, and we will we will. Uh, you know, definitely keep our eye on them for, for all sorts of future stuff, I think. Yeah, definitely. 
But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, there's another topic that. So I like to come up with ideas. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Earlier in the show, we mentioned our good friend John Jack and yes. and his his propensity to make really fun random mini games. Mini games out of out of existing games. We want one. We want. We want more than one, but <laughs> we'll try not to be too greedy. We want a specific one for us. Yes. I read the notes for a change. <laughs> yes. So, and this actually harkens back to uh, when, like, Star Saga, like, first came out. I was actually, I was riding uh, with the Kinneys uh, on the way back from Adepticon, and we had had a blast playing Barroom Brawl. Yep. And at the time, we were like, man, it'd be really cool if Star Saga had something similar. And at the time, we were we were trying to, like, you know, talk through some kind of, like, cantina showdown type thing. Yeah. And, and we were we were kind of struggling to kind of come up with something that was very unique for that, that bounty hunting experience. Um, a lot of fun, crazy ideas, obviously, <laughs> like, off-the-wall stuff that we came up with. But I... I did think about it more uh, recently, and uh, I thought it'd be really neat uh, for for the situation to be is a Star Saga scenario where it's it's all like one big room. Each player is playing a different merc, and the goal is to get the one bounty that's like in the center of the room. And your objective is to haul this this guy out of there. Meanwhile, everyone is trying to steal the bounty from each other, <laughs> right? And so, so in a, in a very uh, uh, violent but kind of slapsticky way. So it's like it's like in Star Wars, you know, I, Bob, the Book of Boba Fett has just yep. just been coming out, and so that that's kind of what sparked this idea. Is like, oh, you know, what if? You know, really good bounty hunters when they're fighting each other, more often than not, don't wind up killing each other. No, but they they fight and and sometimes the bounty gets away as part of the process. Yep. Uh, and so I thought that would actually be a really fun flavor for that would be for the mercenaries. It's like everyone is hired to bring this guy in, smoking aces style, <laughs> and uh, and shenanigans ensue. And it could be. Uh, you could still kind of have like one of those like event decks, like the barroom brawl hail, where it's like, oh, you know, someone, oh, yeah. someone's I'll bomb, someone's bomb goes off, and everyone not, falls to the ground stunned. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just like some really fun kind of things. You're not, you're not going to be killing each other, no, but you'll be, you'll be knocking each other down or out, and you'll have to, you know, take that turn to get back up and and stuff like that. I think it'd be that, a really that would, fun. That would be a lot. Of, that would be a really fun flavor a, for it. A fun way to play Star Saga. Yeah, yeah. Just like it is a fun way to play Dungeon Saga. So, mm-hmm. yes. John Jack, John make Jack. it and we'll do it. We'll play it. <laughs> we'll play we it. We totally will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'm going to be sending John Jack these notes, if you haven't already. Um, they they weren't very detailed, to say the least. That, no, it's so funny, because I, I look at his notes and I'm like, okay, I shouldn't say anything about that. I should wait until he does it. But I think okay. that's... So, what's New Dice? So, New Dice is one of the merch things that we're... Oh! 
Duh, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at going, new dice, what? So, so Rick decided to spill oh. the beans. So, so I'm just going down your list. <laughs> That's next. So, so uh, well, it, it's great because now we can circle back to what we started on the show. Yes. Uh, talking about merch ideas. And so uh, one of the ones that we have uh, that we think would be a fun time is uh, we, we're stealing this a bit from a lot of games. Bread Doll, in particular, yep. our friends over there. Countercharge. Uh, Countercharge also does this, is that they have D6s that have their logo on uh, the 6. Or the 1 in some cases. Um, and so we're like, hey, we like Dead Zone. Yep. So we are going to get a bunch of D8s, and we are going to customize the 8 side of it. Uh, the, the first batch uh, we're going to do, because 8s are very small dice... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, ultimately, if you think about it, they have almost half the available space yeah. as a, a regular six-sided dice. So not a lot of room for a logo, but an eight that looks like it's exploding is a thing. Is uh, I think a fun uh, compromise. I think it'll be cool. I, I'm you know we we mock together the design. Yep. We actually have. Production is a strong word to describe this. I have blank D eights. <laughs> We're gonna give it a shot and see what happens. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put some labels on these uh, eight sided dice and and see how it goes. Those of you coming to Adepticon, if all goes well, <laughs> we'll have some. We'll have some for you we'll guys. See what happens. And um, and if if not, we won't have some for you. And you'll have some other gifty, uh, I'm sure. So that said, uh, to circle back again. If there are any merch ideas or things that you guys would like to have as far as Dead Zone, the podcast yep. swag, uh, let us know. Let us know and we'll figure it out and, and we see if it's something it that we can work on. And then stay safe, everyone. So, oh, wait. I missed a big chunk. Sorry. Rewind. So, so what's fun is, is Rick was jumping to the part <laughs> of, of the write-up of the show that I do afterwards. So he was reading the last time. Last month's show notes uh, on stuff. What? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? So I clean all this part out so I can copy and paste oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because these are all the links. This is stuff. why he's the tech guy, not me. Uh, and as as I'm scrolling down, as a last note, there's the last month for uh, the Mantic Writing Contest. Yes. Uh, uh, for the first quarters coming up, I've got my uh, story in the works now. I, I still think they should turn to Ash. The Pokemon Master? Yes. I'll see if right? I can work that in. Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Tears brought him back from the stone dead that he got in that movie. Sure. It has one of my favorite jokes, though. Oh, God. <laughs> so, little tangent uh, before we wrap up. So, in Pokemon the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one from way back when with Mew and Mewtwo. So, uh... <laughs> So, our plucky heroes, Ash Ketchum and, and Misty and Brock, uh, they missed the boat to go to the Super Island to have the, the, the tournament event. Okay. And so, they stumble upon Team Rocket disguised as Vikings. And they're like, hey, we'll help row you across to, to the island. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is great. And then while they're in the middle of the water, they go, man, I think it's, I think it's, either, it's either Brock or Misty. It's like... Man, I, I, it's so weird that we have there's Vikings out here. To which Ash replies, "They mostly live in Minnesota." Uh-huh. 
But I'm. And that is your history lesson. I can lesson. safely say that I don't think I have actually ever seen that movie. You're you're obviously missing out. It is. It oh, is, I'm totally missing out. It is peak comedy. It's right. It's probably right above your favorite movie, Ghost to Mars. Ghost to Mars is the worst movie ever. Right? <laughs> It is the worst movie ever made. It had so much potential and it was squandered. Uh, our train scenario was better than the, the train scenario in that movie. I will not argue with that. That train scenario was awesome. <laughs> and, and the train scenario in the movie is that they ran it down like a hundred yards and then they just ran it back. <laughs> it's, 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 well, uh, yeah. It's an awful movie, Anyways. guys. Um, but like really neat if you like plague like the the yes. at the core of oh one hundred percent if you're looking for ghosts, if you're looking for inspiration and in as a lot of us do we'll watch stuff for inspiration turn off the sound if it really bugs you that much yeah check out some scenes of Ghosts of Mars for your plague you you won't notice the flashback within the flashbacks it's okay remember that it's okay it's got Jason Statham with I hair know. with hair. <laughs> To be fair, Ghost of Mars came out when I had hair. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, so, anyway, to ra- I think that's a good wrap on the show. So. Sure. Because we get boring. <laughs> sure. You no know excitement in your podcast. Yeah. We always have <laughs> So you can follow us online. Oh, the social media The thing. social media post. Brian's got it written in the notes. Yes. So All can, of it. You Holy can, crap. Well, yeah, I, I post them in every episode. I just don't. Yeah, but we don't say we them don't say it in out loud. every episode. So, so we're, we're on Spotify, uh, Twitch at, at uh, twitch.tv slash deadzonethepodcast, uh, Instagram uh, with at Dead Zone the Pod, Dead Zone Podcast, uh, TikTok. There's a TikTok. There is a TikTok. Have you, and the fact that I have. The, have you gotten there yet? I Wow. Um. So we have. 1,020 followers. <laughs> what? So that also means we can do... Hold on. You know what? Screw it. We're having fun. Shh. We're introducing you. Live. Live. Go live. Going live. What are you saying? You must be over 16 years old to act... Yeah, I uh, think I'm 16. Let me get my, my ID. <laughs> so... Oh, wait. Turn the camera. Turn the camera. Turn, turn the camera. Where's the turn of the camera? Oh, no, uh, there's no. no turn of the camera. No, no, no. Right. Hey. How do we solve technology? Check it out. We're recording the podcast. That's on the podcast. is being recorded right, right now. Right now. Live. And from Rick's wait. basement. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on TikTok. Live. We're live on TikTok. I don't know where I'm going to go from this. So I'm going to turn this off, but since we're talking about it, I figured I'd put it on here. Yes. Uh, so no, so you I... can go hey, watch there's an that. end button. We can watch that live. Keep going. In the we're letting more viewers future. In the past, because we've now recorded it. Wow. Okay, end it. So longer live videos may reach more viewers in the live video. In now, just because we're recording. We're also on YouTube. (laughs) 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 On Twitter. We're such dorks. <laughs> we have fun on this show. So if you wanted to see what that video looked like, <laughs> I apologize. Go check it out on TikTok. It is on TikTok. Hey, like, I, I, 
I don't know if they post afterwards because I've never done it. I don't know what it's doing. I don't know how long TikToks. Le- they, I think they stick around. They stick around, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> if that's your jam, go uh, check it out. Rick's messing around on TikTok now, which means I think well, that's a good no, wrap for the show. Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Thank you for checking out the, the podcast, everybody. Hope you all have a great and fantastic February and a start to March. And we'll see you at AdeptCon. Yeah. Screw it! Do it! Do it live! Like, I don't know if that'll post. Probably. Um, I have no idea. If not, you guys missed out on all of that. Sure. That beautiful bean footage, as we say. But also, our TikTok is attached to our YouTube channel. Oh, hey! That's handy. Yeah, it's there's an option when you go check out the profile. Oh, cool. Yeah. I bet we could do the Twitch one there, too. Probably. Twitch might not go back to YouTube. No. I feel like they don't get along. What is a carrot? Uh, when you grow and harvest your crops. What? I feel like this is... Oh, it's a donate thing. Oh, I was going to say, okay. that sounds like Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's possible. So, Dead Live Zone. Live replay. Dead Zone Farming Simulator. Downloading? Your goal is to... Grow your crops. You have to take a turn to... Camera. There's no turn to the camera. I'm recording the podcast. The podcast is being recorded right now. Right now. Wait. Basement. And we're on TikTok. We have fun on this show. I don't know where I'm going to go from this. So I'm going to turn this off. But since we're talking about it, I figured I'd put it on here. Uh, now, how do I? We're getting a weird echo. I know.